0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing. And we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then, Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with another guest. This is another episode. I'm here with Demi Wilde. Demi, welcome to Multiple Voices.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad to he- see you again. It's been you a while. See you
0: again. Yeah, um, I met Demi uh, and at his podcast actually. Tell us the name of the podcast.
1: It's called The Cosmic Journey with Demi and Jay. It's I, I host it with my best friend uh, Jay Maceo.
0: Yeah, and uh, we I, we talked about all things occult. We talked about a lot of things, and um, initially I had uh, contacted him because um who what does he do uh demi he's um in his own words okay so he is a writer producer entrepreneur and self-acclaimed sexual deviant as well as a tarot reader and a spiritual um and and spirituality is important in his life so and i thought to myself hmm How am I going to spin it this time? So (laughs) so I thought um, it would be great if he could talk to us about tarot, his experience with tarot, because I'm a reader as well. And it seems the tarot gives us the opportunity to talk about a lot of different things. What do you think, Demi?
1: Completely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I like to use it as kind of like a guide. Um, It's kind of like therapy without being therapy in a way.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and when did you pick that up and uh, started using it as therapy? Well, it's
1: it's been kind of a long, arduous journey with it. Um,
0: <laughs> why, why arduous?
1: What kind of cards well, do you have? <laughs> here's the thing: I suffer from acute ADHD, so oh, learning acute. Learning things mm. is, it takes me a, either a long time or it takes me like a day. Mm. And tarot has always been one of those things where it's always been in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. like ever since I was like you know 13 years old and hanging out in Borders bookstore and reading occult books and stuff like just hanging out yeah uh but I've never really like been a reader per se I've I've started I believe teaching myself because I had a reading done when I was about 20 Mm -hmm. from a friend of mine and she read it in such a, a way that it made more sense for me to, to, to read that way. Cause I always thought like, you just read the book, you memorize everything that's in the <laughs> book and then you just yeah spew it out.
0: spew it out. Well, what happened? Tell us about that reading. Give well, us an but, idea.
1: Yeah. So basically what happened was when she was reading me, she was reading the symbols on the card and, ah. and so she was kind of applying those symbols to sort of a story that was telling. And it was like, exactly the story that was being told in my yeah. life uh-huh. at that time and so i was like i didn't even know you can read fascinated
0: that mm.
1: yeah and so that kind of like started me on the new journey of of reading I, I i think i probably had my first deck shortly thereafter well what um, do right you remember the
0: deck that you oh know? yeah Rider waite I, I know. Yeah, I think Rider Waite, the Rider Waite deck, is is the ruin of all tarot readers. I hate to say it.
1: <laughs> Truly, because yeah. it's one of those things. It's like I feel like tarot is a very personal, yeah. type type tool. Sure. Um, and I, I use the word tool because it is a tool. It, it's a divination it tool. Us, yeah. Yeah. It tells us, you know, information about ourselves that we wouldn't otherwise. I mean, I, I feel like tarot doesn't tell us anything that we don't already know. Yes. But at the same extent, time, it yeah. also is. It's easier to put things into perspective that way. If you mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. it laid out in front of you, literally. Right. But um, when I picked up Rider right Waite, I was like, I don't get these cards because <laughs> they're so old and like Renaissancey yeah, and like yeah. just kind of like I don't I don't relate yeah. to this artwork you know yeah so i kind of like shelved it for a while and then i think probably just like two years ago i picked up uh, a toth deck or a, thoth. Oh, a
0: toth yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: and give us, honestly give I us feel an like... idea
0: of what that deck is like because may, many people may not know what it's like
1: right well, well toth is like? actually um the deck made by Aleister Crowley, the famous occultist back in like the 1800s he actually died before it was completed um, but he worked with this other woman artist who, who helps create the deck and he used a lot of abstract colors and shapes and, um, different types of, um, imagery. He uses Kabbalah. He uses, mm-hmm. um, astrology, which yeah. is what I mostly use as astrology. So mm-hmm. it, that one, that one made more sense to me to use yeah. because I can understand the, at least the astrology aspect of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, I picked it up and I was like, "These cards speak to me in a way yeah. that I've had not expected to hear." And when that happened, I just started learning a little bit more. So this more is
0: recent. You said last year you got it,
1: like two years. Yeah, oh, two that's years ago. Recent.
0: That's really recent. Pretty
1: recent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. typically, uh, you don't read for other people. Just uh, you. Do you, for friends? And I do, things? Uh-huh. I do,
1: yeah. Um, I, I do on occasion. Um, what I like to do is I like to use it. Um, number one on the podcast, I I use mm-hmm. it for like kind of like my, I do an astrology section on on the podcast. It uh-huh. deals with like a little bit of like forecast going on for the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, I'd use, um, I pull three cards just to kind of give like a, a like a send off, I guess, to like crown a, like a the general. crown
0: the the episode. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I use that for that, obviously. But then um, I have done; I, I do give readings to other people uh, a lot of the times, and I also use it on like, TikTok and stuff. So, <laughs> it's okay. A, so, it's give a very me an idea. Give me an idea. To to
0: give me an idea. Come on. Um, I don't want you to take out the cards if you happen to have them nearby. <laughs> oh,
1: I do actually, right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay
0: so now we have the deck show us well for those of you who are watching the video you can see the deck um show us what it looks like
1: i'll show you um Here's the death card, for example. It's a very different type of card.
0: Okay. So what I'm looking at is a very modern-looking deck. Uh, The artwork is surely modern. Of course, there is typical – there there are bones. There's the the skeleton with the uh, Grim Reaper. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. remember what it's called that – that um, tool, that uh, harvesting tool,
1: the scythe.
0: The scythe, right? The scythe. The scythe. Yeah, yeah.
1: When I was uh, when I discovered this card, for example, um, number one, it has a scorpion over there. It has a fish. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a serpent on it. So yeah. obviously, there's a lot of water energy here. Yeah. Serpent is kind of like you know the nemesis of God in certain yeah, s- yeah. instances, well, but also it, like um, it, it, it gave not, Eve the knowledge.
0: If I'm not um, mistaken. The death card, isn't that uh, a Scorpio card? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. so maybe that's why the Scorpio Mm -hmm. is there. Um, Mm -hmm. Give us another, show us another card so we can get a feel for it.
1: Sure. Uh, Well, there's the hangman right there.
0: Okay, so the hangman, they're very modern, very modern cards. Mm -hmm. These are light colors, blue, light, Mm -hmm. white. Yeah, I love the colors. They're bright. Yeah, Yeah, Um, Right.
1: The yeah. shapes in the back also mean certain things as well. Um, um let like, hold
0: it up to your hand against your hand to see how large it is because typically oh, like they're those, very um... yeah they're they're very <laughs> large usually tarot but this is not that tall as um, much as uh, tarot decks usually are. They're wide mm-hmm. cards though. They're wide. Yeah,
1: yeah. When I first learned how to do these they, they felt big in my hand. Yeah, and I was yeah. like these are kind of big. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. There's a nine of cups right here. This is one of my favorite cards.
0: The nine of cups. Well, I don't see knight the cu- cups. There's oh, the knight. The knight. I was looking for all the cups. The ni- well, look at the the wings. Beautiful. This mm-hmm. is a beautiful card.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get this one a lot, like in my own readings for myself. Uh huh. But anyways, yeah, like I like I love my my other favorite thing is like art. So like when I uh was studying journalism in college, I one of my favorite projects that I would do is I would actually cover the art exhibits on mm-hmm. the campus. Right. And so, um, when I, I, I love artwork in any form when my favorite yeah. artists is a dolly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love bright colors. I love surreal. I love abstract. I love things that are just going to make you like aesthetically different, you know? Yeah. And these to me were a completely different card from what I've seen from writer. Yeah, Wait, I'll make
0: you laugh. Uh, Yeah. I was in uh, Amsterdam years ago, and um, I was by myself. I was, you know, going around. I do love – Salvador Dali is one of my favorite. And it just so mm-hmm. happened that my hotel was, you know, a couple of blocks from the Salvador Dali Museum. Oh, wow. And that day, I had been in the center of town, and I was, you know, getting to be eight in the evening, and I was so, so hungry. I was starving, so I go into a place – and I said, you know, I really'd like to get something to eat. And he says to me, Well, we don't serve food. And I was looking, and there were all you know, there was food there. And I said, Well, what's this? He says, Well, they're filled with marijuana, different forms, and things like that. Well, I don't care. I said, I just need something just to eat. I'm just hungry, right? So he says, Here's the menu, he gives me the menu. And he and you know, it's like being in a candy store. Which one do you choose? Right. And I said, Look, what do yeah. you suggest? He said, Well, He looks me up and down and he says, what about number seven? And so he brings me a muffin. And I said, but I need like a cup of coffee or a glass of milk or whiskey, something to, you know, throw it down. And uh, he gives me a drink and he says to me, do you know where your hotel is? Of course I know where my hotel is. (laughs) I said, okay. So he gives me this stuff. I sit down and, um, I was just enjoying myself. Took my book out. I was eating, you know, drinking, you know, an hour and a half later after I go and I leave. And I was going back home to my hotel. I couldn't find the damn hotel. <laughs> I, was walking. I, I was walking and walking. It was freezing, freezing. So all, all I could remember was Salvador Dali. Where's Salvador Dali? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. When he said, Did you, I mean, do you know where your hotel is? And I said, come on, <laughs> please. How much
1: cheese do you think that you consumed between the beverage and the muffin? I don't know. I don't know, but edibles enough. Affect, <laughs> ed- edibles affect you way differently than actually smoking marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually hallucinated on, yeah. on edibles at one point. I mean,
0: I mean really, I wasn't aware of, that it was that potent. I, I I was just hungry, really, you know. Yeah. I could have eaten a steak, <laughs> but they had muffins, you know. <laughs> They've got
1: muffins. Too bad
0: the museum was closed at <laughs> that time. <laughs> I would have loved wow. to see those bendable clocks.
1: <laughs> All right. Totally. Yeah.
0: All right. So now let's get back to the tarot. Um that is a surprisingly modern looking deck. I didn't expect it. I expected you never, it to be you never older. Used it before. No, I've never used it before. I'm going to look that it's up. Beautiful. Yeah, it yeah, it's, like really it's beautiful. beautiful. It yeah, looks like it's beautiful.
1: These colors on, on the fortune the, card. The
0: fortune wheel of fortune. Yeah, wheel of fortune. So let's imagine that you're um, on one of your episodes, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, the episode we can give it a title. Do you usually start like that, Demi? You have a, a theme that you would want to cover in an episode. How do how do how do you organize your episodes?
1: uh so for the whole episode you mean? Been-
0: yeah i mean yeah, before so- you start the show do you have an idea of where you want to go and end up
1: oh yeah yeah so we we have bas- like a basic structure that we that we use we just kind of like plug in the new things for the week mm-hmm. so basically we start talking about our week and like how how we've been what we like what we've been doing Mm -hmm. um and then we go into like a news section so like when we do the news i start with the astrology forecast so it's kind of like the weather forecast you know Mm -hmm. in a news in a news thing and so i start with the astrology forecast and i have like a a certain message that comes through when i'm writing them out and i'll do that in the very beginning the channeled message of the week and then i'll do the um i'll write i'll write out previously or the night before like couple nights before the actual forecast for the week. I'll go through my mm-hmm. my week and from whatever I pull up from You from must my... be
0: really good uh as an astrologer. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm Have better at astrology than I long? am
1: with tarot, but I'm kind of like getting better do at
0: Do you are you always. able to um bring the astrology into the tarot card readings?
1: Oh, they bring themselves.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I need a demonstration. They bring themselves. I I do work with astrology. Astrology gives me a headache, I have to admit, but Mm -hmm. I do it differently. Would you mind giving us an idea of how you um, send off your episode with three tarot cards? And maybe I can understand, I can glean how you put the astrology in there. You, well, so we I start think.
1: with the astrology. So basically, ah. I'm doing like the whole week first. All right. So, so like, you, you know, give like a the reading weeks f- movements, the week's okay. aspects, right. things like that, and then at the very end, I'll pull the three cards. Uh huh. And then, well, what's really funny was, um, I believe last week, so I pulled three cards. Um, one was the Queen of Queen of Wands, mm-hmm. uh, the King of Wands, and the Queen of uh, Discs or Pentacles. Mm-hmm. So King, Queen, Queen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then finally, um, it was, I think my channel message of the week was like, um, uh, divine alchemy or like the ah. new alchemy, basically mm. like, kind of like the whole kind of concept for the week was kind of like taking old, converting it into something new and transforming it, um, into something more beneficial to ourselves and mm-hmm. us as a whole. And,
0: and of course, I, the magician came up.
1: No, oh. <laughs> So. <laughs> So the queen, the the queen of um, queen of wands. So Mm -hmm. action, you know, the initial action of things. Mm -hmm. King of wands as well. Oh, Uh, and then Queen of Pentacles, which is kind of like that um, uh, nurturing the ground, nurturing. Yeah, Yeah. and so, and then finally, when I pulled, I have a another oracle deck that I use for like the final card. Yeah, what deck is the last card that I? Um, it's it's called the Cosmic Journey Oracle. Ah, I have them right here.
0: Oh, you didn't, the, you know, you didn't decide. My message that, of the week
1: you? was the new alchemy. Uh-huh. And the card that I pulled was the al- the, <laughs> the alchemical artist. Ah, <laughs> that one right there. So yeah. I was like, wow. Like I said, they, they, they make themselves, in.
0: yeah, yeah. They yeah. make
1: themselves very um, apparent very when they want to be known.
0: Very interesting. So uh, let's say that you have a friend come to you and they're having a hard time. They're having a mm-hmm. hard time. All right. They can't stand their job anymore they've had it Mm -hmm. and they were due for a promotion or something or a new position that would be more suitable for their skills you know for their gifts Mm -hmm. and so they're torn between wanting to leave and find another place or sticking it out because I don't know they have to. They just bought a house or something. They they have a commitment and an economic commitment. Um,
1: it sounds it sounds like you're talking about my life right now. <laughs> my job.
0: <laughs> well, so so what would you do? For, what kind of a spread would you uh, do for them? Would you start with say one card, then add another, then add another, or you do? you know, typically have some kind of a schematic drawing for a spread. How would you work? I don't
1: necessarily have a, a schematic drawing or anything. I just mostly pull three cards. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like my basic mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like what's the overall energy that can come up as either past, present, future. Yeah. It can come up as kind of like overall theme or I won't really know until the cards get out mm-hmm. there. Um, but if I ever need clarification on yeah. cards that's when I pull extra.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so how does this practice this divination you know uh, link into the notion of spirituality or spiritualism what um is there a link? Because you um, know you know the, the people who are from the catholic religion or even muslims I mean many have come to me for readings but then they've realized that their religion uh forbids any form of divination tools it's dogmatic yeah yeah so and then they shy away from that so in this case mm-hmm. how would you say that it uh links in or or it brings you toward a different view
1: Well, will see i've always been the type of person that i i always try to find the least traveled path, you know what i mean? Mm, and yeah, so yes i grew up no. very i grew up baptist christian uh-huh. um very my grandma's trained singing in the church choir Ooh. um all kinds of stuff. So i knew from a very young age when i heard for the first time cuz i'm i'm gay myself uh-huh. Uh-huh. and i heard our our preacher one day just going off about homosexuality and how oh. it's bad and it's wrong and blah blah blah. And even I, at this point, I didn't know what gay was. Yeah, sure. But I knew that whatever was being spoken about by this leader, there was something uh, off. Is is negative, and yeah. from my mind, there just seemed to be a very different type of. There's like two different gods that yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either yeah. God's either all loving and all knowing, yeah. or God is vengeful and wrathful. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's this dichotomy, and I'm like, I, there can't be both. You yeah. know. So I went on my own way when I Mm -hmm. was young and I started, you know, discovering occult stuff. How old was this about? Oh, very young. I was probably like, I started maybe like 11. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out in bookstores mostly.
0: (laughs) Uh Well, you know, still. still yeah what kind i was of i was very do young you, i would where I was, would you i mean what, under what section did you look up is that was there a cult
1: metaphysical yeah, metaphysical yeah. there you go mm-hmm. yeah I, I was always like just thumbing through things mm-hmm. and you know always trying to find spell books to kind Three of spells. like spells yeah <laughs> you know just just you know teenage teenage, teenage stuff, stuff you know yeah I mean? yeah but <laughs> that in turn led me down this other path of well you know Uh, Well, okay. Here's the other thing is, is I, I went through a lot of like, you know, I went through a dark depression, um, when I was younger,
0: even that age about that age or after around
1: 16, Okay, so you know, know, typical age. Um, and then I had a very difficult time, um, coming into my own. I was bullied a lot. Mm -hmm. I got into drugs when i was very young. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I always had this I was having a lot of sex to avoid certain mm-hmm. things in my life. So I, I had a lot of issues like throughout mm-hmm. my my teens to my teens. 20s. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I came, I would say probably like, you know, 28, you know, yeah. return of Saturn era. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I start, things started kind of like, you know, do or die situations ah. where I'm like, I need to figure this out with my life. Yeah. Give, give me and an example
0: if you don't mind sharing
1: well okay i'll just tell you exactly what happened in 2016 oh. so <laughs>
0: oh, 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 2016 so it's recent
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah fairly yeah, recent you know, five, yeah. Year, five years ago
0: uh
1: uh-huh. uh my uh, me and my ex-boyfriend we we mm-hmm. split up after five years together mm-hmm. uh i was uh leaving the city that i had been living at for mm. you know six years in seattle oh. um, dear. my grandmother who was a very mm. important part of my life passed away from cancer that year oh dear um I lost serious friends that I've had for a very long time. I was homeless for three, for like a month. Oh my God. Um, It was just a very rough year. Yeah. And overall it was kind of like, you know, I I don't know where to go. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Literally. And so Mm -hmm. literally, and you know, pulled myself up from my bootstraps. I, I got a job. I, I didn't have a job at the time for like months, but I, I got this job. So thankful that I did. Um, and I got my own apartment after that. I mm-hmm. just, you know, things started turning around turning for me, around. but I still had a lot of like emotional baggage. residual mm-hmm. trauma baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's kind of like where I turned leaned more into like, you know, my, my occult knowledge that I already kind of like accumulated. The astrology was definitely a huge impact on on this, you know, it, it gave me a sort of guidance, you mm-hmm. know, it gave me some sort yeah. of guidance when I didn't have any. Yeah.
0: You, you, when you say I was, you know, I, for many, many years, I was an interpreter. So it, it's a habit for me mm-hmm. to listen to people and I jump ahead to try to know where they're going because I'm, I work in simultaneous interpreting, you know? And so mm-hmm. when you were saying, so that's when I turned to, and I was thinking the next word was going to be spirituality. Instead, you said the occult. Now mm-hmm. can, give us a definition because the occult for many people has a negative a connotation and it's a loaded term. So what, 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 was that for you?
1: For me, it's just esoteric knowledge. It, it's it's esoteric, everything yeah, that is yeah. deemed taboo by, by Religion, if okay. you will. Um, So it it could be anything. It could be right, right, something sure. mundane, you know. Yeah, like tarot um, reading. Mm-hmm. Like tarot reading, yeah. yeah. Or you know, you know, just something mundane. I can't even think of an example right now, but yeah,
0: yeah. There's many
1: things that are that are right, deemed right,
0: right, right, mm-hmm.
1: um, Certain books are are deemed occult Like mm-hmm. Harry Potter, for example, is right. deemed a cult. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's we'll just let anything. That pass. <laughs> it's just anything alternative, you alternative, know. Alternative. Yeah. Um, but so, therein yes is a certain level of spirituality that's where
0: that you well. turn to for yes. guidance or help right did it yeah. work
1: yeah I, I believe so yeah absolutely yeah um not immediately yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah yes yeah <laughs> not immediately because i always feel like occult knowledge or esoteric knowledge or you know divination spiritual things kind of leave you with more questions a lot of the time well, no 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 that's
0: definitely definitely and yeah you know coming from a perspective of a researcher uh doubt is a good thing <laughs> it's oh, you know there yeah. is that um that moon card in the deck or the high mm-hmm. priestess card and they are cards that just don't talk they're they hide they things yeah. from us and um uh, mm. from everyone so there are I know for a fact that there are things we know, are not meant to know, and that's the difficulty when you're working as a, a diviner. You know, when you read for people, right. you just can't go there. Um, in the in your case, was there something that worked more for you than other things, apart from all of the deviance, the sex, or anything that <laughs> came your way, but in in the occult uh, area. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, honestly, I gravitated more towards astrology than, than mm-hmm. anything in the very beginning. So I, i've I've been doing that for probably you know five a longer than that even. I, I'd say that? like oh, seven eight years.
0: It's because the astrology. I think astrology comes probably is a technical, more of a technical. There's less sure. interpretation than I guess something yeah. like the tarot or any kind. You know, crystals, reading crystals.
1: It's yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and, the 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 interpreter uh, the astrologers um MO is basically to interpret the stars so basically mm-hmm, like yeah. it's almost exactly the same thing where you right? you're interpreting yeah. symbols or yeah, you're you know, right, you're right, what you're have right. you but have, you're you're, you're interpreting kind of like what these positions mean
0: mm-hmm. in
1: either a broad sense or an individual sense whatever the, the case may be but yeah i always just like <laughs> when i didn't know what to do i'm like well Let's turn to the stars. Let's yeah, let's look out at the
0: stars. Let they
1: stay first, because yeah. I feel like I trust them more than I trust any human. God. You know,
0: <laughs> I uh, about six months ago, I spent so much money on the huge binoculars because I wanted to read to see the stars. Mm-hmm. I live in Rome. You can't see mm-hmm. any stars. <laughs> lights of the city you have to go way up high so all i I could do is see my neighbors i saw (laughs)
1: orion's belt last night that's the only three stars i could see i know
0: (laughs) i know you have to get somewhere i have to find a place so so now we're into the astrology and that's still at the level of uh, personal interest right um astrology has um use in in for many just like a reading it does. Right. Um have you since that one reading that tarot reading that you had in the beginning um that you mentioned had you had you ever gone have you ever gone back for another reading to someone For my friend
1: um n- no not for not specifically from her mm-hmm. um but that was kind of like the catalyst for like this this mm-hmm. kind of newfound interest in Stuff that I already kind of like knew yeah. about, but like never really spent the time, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for astrology, I had a, I had a very, I've had astrology readings before, but I had uh-huh. a very specific one two years ago mm-hmm. from um, I, one of my favorite astrologers, who actually is a friend of mine now. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Angel Idealism. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, New York's premier uh punk rock astrologer mm. which I immediately was gravitating to I'm like who is this woman I need to know her <laughs> she is fabulous um and we had probably one of the most intense 3 hour astrology readings that mm. I have ever had I've seen her a couple times since then that mm-hmm. there were just specific things that had happened mm. that she pinpointed like wow. certain instances actual things happened that year that she pulled out from that reading mm-hmm. and I was like there's something really to this. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not to the point where I can pinpoint things like she did. Yeah. But I, how long has she been
0: working with astrology? Do you know?
1: I think she's been doing it for like 30 years or so. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been doing it maybe like, you know, seven yeah but still it
0: takes time it takes time and you learn from other people reading for you that's completely that's really important interesting yeah i
1: learned a lot from her just just being friends with her and stuff um but yeah like that to me was like the moment where i'm like all right i really need to start taking this a little bit more seriously (laughs) than i have yeah and that's when i really started like i got i got like a bunch of astrology books i got my first um programs, like read read the ma- the read the charts and everything. Yeah. It's just it, it set me on the yeah. ADHD, yeah. for example. Yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're interested in something, you don't stop. You don't stop until you get it. <laughs> you don't you hyper fixate on things. Wow. If you're if you're not interested, yeah. Good luck getting any interest in it oh. whatsoever. <laughs> That's but too bad. But when you are fixated on something, mm-hmm. you go for it. There's been many nights where I'm just like, I'm in I'm here reading until like four in the morning, just like pouring over charts yeah. and, and before the I magic leaves you and yeah. what that means. And, you know, it's yes. just kind of insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, but that's great. I mean, it's time, great. You, learn, you yeah, do yeah.
0: learn. And um, it's, it's fascinating for me to see someone talk about something that I just don't care for, you know, and mm-hmm. it, not that it gets me, wants me to go there, but it, you know, it makes me think again. Oh, well, then I was wrong. You know, <laughs> someone mm. loves astrology. You know, listen, mm-hmm. let me ask you a couple of things because I he- I read here a writer, and of course, that means you write, and I know that you're right. right. A producer, an entrepreneur. The producer, what can you describe that for us? Or is that so the I in between job? For example, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Now, so I was wondering in, in terms the- of other, other people's work, that's what I what I meant.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't ventured outside at that, at mm-hmm. that point yet. But um what I do is I, I do produce our show, both mm-hmm. audio and visual format. I uh-huh. edit, I direct, I mm-hmm. write the script and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, do that's a lot, lot, of, lot of work. Things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's
1: a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I'm priming myself for my next job, which hopefully, you know, I just wait tables at this point right now, but I'm actively searching for production positions like yeah, a, that's, like associate produ- producer uh-huh. yeah things like that around the area obviously well, that's like in what i so like-
0: feel your next step is that's so you, yeah. i mean you've got a lot of road to travel yet i mean
1: you're, you're, oh yeah yeah lots
0: <laughs> lots lots boy did you get some clarity or um insight from that three-hour reading with your friend
1: Yes, <laughs> I actually still have the. I actually still have the recording because I like to go, go back. back to it every once yeah. in a while and like yeah. listen to certain parts. It's like, yeah, that happened. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would agree that um, anybody literally can take up a tarot deck and use it because you remember you said for guidance initially. You know, um, you...
1: yes and no. Okay, go. On. I I feel like yes anyone can read tarot if they were interested in it um however i don't think they can just pick up any deck like Mm -hmm. for example i picked up the writer weight i said this is chinese to me i might as well be you know i i I don't i don't get it Mm -hmm. um whereas i picked up because i already had an interest in alistair crowley i picked Mm -hmm. up his deck that spoke to me a little bit more Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know i have uh, you know, if you have, you know, there's a tarot deck for everybody, basically, oh, there's, you know, so, so many I, I think all over
0: the world, so many
1: different kinds, so much yeah. beautiful artwork and, mm-hmm. and things. And, you know, I have, I have several over here, but I mainly just use my, my yeah. top deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a very, you just have to really know what it is that you want to look for yeah, when it comes to like getting yeah, a tarot a deck. Yeah, You have to have something that speaks to you. Yeah. And it has to I speak feel. to you.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm. so no, in, in my question meant that anybody can pick it up and get some guidance. If they have a deck oh, that speaks sure. to them in some way, it, they'll get guidance. Um, what yeah. I uh, want to say, though, is you say it usually it's a three-spread, 3, three cards spread, and mm-hmm. I could remember, I could literally remember taking up a tarot because I'd started reading, uh, I don't even want to say how many years ago, with oracle, Italian oracle uh cards which are called La Vera Sibila and I teach courses for those and um when I found a tarot deck that I loved I was traveling between Rome and and Tuscany and I saw this deck under this this table it was so gorgeous I'm oh my let me I have to get that you know so I got that and I was in the train looking at them and um there was a friend of mine who had spent years studying the tarot, and I said, you know, um, I picked up a tarot card deck. Uh, you know, I was going home and um and they're fascinating, they're beautiful. And she said, she said to me, Look, they are not toys. Don't think that you're just going to pick them up and start reading them. I think it's dangerous for you to do that. And I thought myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no longer a friend. But <laughs> but I thought that's an <laughs> odd thing to say. <laughs> that's an odd thing. Ominous, yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> As if she had the, the tarot reading cornered, you know, or the market cornered. Right. It was funny. It was funny. But I have to say well, maybe
1: that- Maybe she did and she <laughs> didn't lose plans that way. <laughs> <laughs> Who
0: knows? <laughs> But she you never start reading,
1: it. I'm I'm gonna lose clients. So
0: <laughs> No, she wasn't a she wasn't a professional reader. She had never read oh, for right. clients, you know. And then I went on to do that. But um what was interesting is the way they speak. They you know, oracle cards are chatty, you know, they talk. Yeah, but they the are. tarot come down with a message which is really forthright. They um, you know, they sometimes they could be playful depending on the deck that you have. But like you said, It's interesting to interact with oracle cards too to get some clarity, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny how cards don't mix. I don't know if you've ever heard of the deck, the Lenormand card deck. There are, well, Mm -hmm. the jury's still out as to where they started from. There is this woman, Madame Lenormand, Lenormand from France. Instead, we find the initial decks in Germany with German German writing and uh, so there are 36 cards, and um, I do a end of the year up, you know, future looking forward for the next year with a small grand tableau. Grand tableau would be all of the 36 cards nine, mm. nine, nine, and nine, and reading and, you know, mixing. I mean, long, long, very, very long. Um, what's interesting about those cards is they're a, a bona fide oracle card deck. But I can't put them next to, say, this other deck, La Vera Sibila, because they don't like each other. They're Mm -hmm. they're snobs, you know? And it's funny because they, you know, don't come out. They will not speak. They will not play along. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have certain cards that do work together pretty well, you know, um can't think specifically of any ones that i have oh the star spinner those ones are really good that's oh. like the um lgbt one that i have mm-hmm. um so they actually have an lgbt tarot Tara. cards or be- yeah they're beautiful yeah. um but do you mix
0: um decks sometimes
1: sometimes yeah you know if i want to do if i don't do like a larger type reading you know Mm -hmm. for example um i'll i'll take two or three decks and Mm. then plus an oracle deck or something and just kind of like give like a broader (laughs) it kind of paints a bigger picture you know what i mean yeah yeah if i'm doing something simple then i'll just Mm -hmm. do one deck three cards maybe a couple oracle cards just to kind of Mm -hmm. give just a a basic reading Yeah. if i want to do something very in-depth yeah i can mix cards
0: so, no, you certainly. are in between jobs, you are thinking of moving somewhere else, going somewhere else to another job, so this is you're on the move i mean this is a very good period for you right isn't it? I mean, I would think that I change so. changes yeah really positive you know
1: yeah i'm at this point currently like i'm i'm spending a lot of time at home yeah i'm I'm not like going out i'm I'm mm-hmm. spending a lot of time like to myself really with my thoughts and really kind of like getting back in touch with like myself and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm tying up loose ends and actively seeking for my next step because mm-hmm. I've been, I've been waiting tables for like six years now. So oh, i kind of yeah, like I know, over what, it. I know what that's about. <laughs> I lived and in New so York a long time. so I'm like, you know what, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for the next step. I, mm-hmm. I want to really pursue this thing that i'm doing on the side Mm -hmm. full time Mm -hmm. and so i I think the next logical step is for me to actually start working in media working in you know production or broadcasting whatever Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. the case may be but really kind of getting that expert knowledge under Mm -hmm. under my belt and Mm. and really trying to make something of myself yeah (laughs) make
0: something of yourself but something that you like to do i mean something that's interesting for you to do Well, one day I'm going to say, I know that boy. (laughs) (laughs) He was on my show. (laughs) Demi, thank you so much. I've been toying
1: with the idea of making a, uh, I've been writing a screenplay.
0: Oh, now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Come on.
1: Yeah. Just for for fun. fun, You don't do that just
0: for fun. No, you don't. Screenplays are particular. They're not just a blog. Screenplays have a format. And so, come on, tell us more
1: well i'm i just started um so basically i've had several ideas for screenplays but like one was for a movie one was for a tv show but i feel like they're a little bit more further down the line i wanted to start with something a little bit more kind of like simple and so i started writing this thing called our i was reading i was listening to a podcast actually and it was called um one nine four nine secrets or something like that mm. and i got this idea for um kind of like a murder mystery because I love true crime and stuff too. Me too. So I, I like a murder mystery type, type yeah. TV show that's yeah. revolving around this person's podcast who broadcasts secrets from people, you know what Ooh. I mean? <laughs> so, this sounds great. you know, yeah. So there's a little like, opportunity for comedy in there, but there's yeah. also opportunity for like really, um, uh, this this kind of like darker turn yeah. as well. So I mm-hmm. I really like playing with that as well. So I I've just started doing this. I'm still kind That's of like fun. in the beginning stages but of it. But it's fun. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah. I had a, a guest on um on my show and he's uh, in the same um, podmatch uh, network that we are in. Uh, he's he has his own pos- podcast. His name is Frank. Well, his name is Kevin and he has a podcast called Frankly Kev and Mm. um he has his own you know that that podcast is about people who are heroes they've gone from the this situation to another and he has been an actor in the past but now he's writing scripts he's writing um Mm. different and you know it would be interesting to you for you to get in touch with him um if you look if you look at frankly kev um uh, he uh, he's uh, uh, I can't remember. Well, I'll give it to you when I look it up on on my own things. But um, but that is a, a very interesting person um, to to contact because he has yeah. a, a very interesting story, and um, he too, like you, went through all the stages. You know, the, the, the cancer, the. homelessness you know the actor from the stars to the stalls you know so it's Mm -hmm. interesting that's an interesting person um but i you know i think i will be saying i know that guy i know (laughs) thank you so much really demi for coming and taking the time to spend, yeah, thank you for here. having
1: me. I, I love speaking with you. You're, you're always such a bright <laughs> spot in my day. Oh,
0: you sweetheart! <laughs> sweetheart! Thanks. Bye bye.
1: Bye, honey.